0: Dubai i one hundred three point
1: eight. In club, which is basically just an opportunity for Zena to throw her hands in the air and wave them around like she just don't care. <laughs> but that's just half the story, isn't it? Because you do care about this segment. I do. So every Wednesday, as you said, we feature a club, a community, a social club uh, with shared passions and hobbies and basically big them up. And if anybody wants to join them, then they have to listen in. And of course, you're a closet gangster. So we chose that song in the club by Ferry Uh If you are a member of a club that you would like to feature here on the show... Get in touch with us now. Tell us a little bit about your club. We'll be in touch with you. If you're a member, if you organise a club, it doesn't have to be, it can be for anything. You know, it could be a cookie baking club. It could be a gardening club. It could be uh, a bird spotting club. Whatever it might be, feel free to get in touch. Uh, we have heard our fair share of sporting clubs right here on The Feature in recent weeks. Uh, But uh, today is a very, very special one because today... Club, It's time for us to find out a bit more about the Emirates American Football League, the EAFL, the brainchild of coach Patrick Campos, who joins us live here in studio. Uh, Pat, thanks so much indeed for being with us. Pleasure, Tom. Pleasure to be here with uh, you two OGs. OGs, <laughs> oh, <geez>. love <laughs> it. Have you in the club uh, and talk to us about the club if you can, Patrick? Because when did the Emirates American Football League come into existence? So um,
0: it, we're going back to 2012, and I will uh, say that um, uh, I certainly was involved in the in the founding, but the other two, uh, you know, members and really the founders were. Uh, my lovely wife Julie and um, our colleague Dustin Charnowski, who's a uh, former Canadian Football League player, so it was sort of the three of us um, coming at it from two different angles. So Dustin really wanted to put together a men's league. Uh, Julie and I, we had a ten-year-old son, and uh, for those you're talking about this whole coronavirus thing, and I, I'll tell you, as um, as a parent, my son is now in university, but uh, when he was ten, I would have braved any virus to get him out of the house. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think that the uh, the the stir crazy virus is probably a, a parent's greatest nightmare, um, and uh, young boys need to get out of the house, yeah. let's just face it. but uh, so we, we uh, helped to um, you know really pull together the youth community around uh, youth football, and we uh, joined forces with Dustin to create the AFL in 2012, which was a league going from
1: uh, really age eight all the way up to adult in terms of its growth since that, uh, that 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 time I And mean, when you started out or when it started out what sort of numbers were we talking about and how does that compare to 2020
0: really really good question um and i think it's sort of indicative of the uh you know sort of the uh economic landscape of uh of dubai and the uae generally um we started out so year 1 in 2012 we probably had 40 kids and 40 men uh, to start with um we Got really close to almost tripling those numbers within a year, mm. um, and at our peak, we were probably looking at around five hundred athletes um, across the UAE um, but those numbers have come down quite significantly um, over the last couple of years. A couple of factors that you know we can talk about but um, but that's generally the uh, the trajectory of it so far.
1: Um, it is the Americans. Uh, sorry, it is the American Football League, the EAFL. Does that therefore mean that you have to be an American to take part?
0: <laughs> well, if that were the case, we wouldn't have that many athletes. Uh, we've got, I think, over the years, we have uh, had about uh, close to sixty different nationalities represented in the league, um, and uh, currently, uh, so. Not to get into too much detail, but there's uh, – it's almost a little bit like trying to describe parties in a parliamentary democracy. There's a little bit of a of – a, so EAFL is still running the youth side and then there's a new league on the uh, – it's called the Emirates Gridiron League uh, that's running the men's side. I'm still running youth, and I'm coaching on the men's side. <laughs> um, and I can tell you my men's team, um, just my offensive line of five players alone, that's five different nationalities. Wow. Um, and I like to uh, say that it's really interesting that I've got, uh, you talk about world peace, I've got uh, a Texan and an Iranian kid playing side-by-side side with each other, and they get along just
1: great. So. Yeah. In terms of that, I mean, does it does it pay to have some sort of knowledge of the game coming into the league
0: well look there's no substitute for experience in any sport yeah. um uh there's uh an understanding of the game and you know knowledge experience and understanding make you fast and speed on the football field is uh is is, is really essential um having said that there are very few that come to us that uh, you know with with uh real depth of experience um you know, we just had a guy join us and he said, well, I don't have that much experience. I've only played for four years. I said, hey, you're a wily old veteran by our standards. Yeah. So um, um, it helps, but, um, you know, that's the majority of our guys come to us with no experience.
1: Can you can you take athletes from other sports uh, and turn them into footballers? Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, there's.
0: Uh, you would think that the easiest crossover would be rugby. Uh, this is a, another really good question. Um, but the... Um, uh, it's that's actually a slightly difficult transition. There's a there's a difference in the way that you um sort of move on the football field as opposed to you see without pads obviously um it's a different kind of a sport. Um however, obviously coming from a, a tackle, a tackling background, that helps the physicality, so that that transition is good. Believe it or not, I think basketball um is uh probably the easiest sport to transition into American football from, um just because of the nature of the movements.
1: Yeah in terms of the sort of day to days and things like that you mentioned about the 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 the, the, the growth of uh, members etc where are there sort of specific days that you train and play or or is it can it be quite sort of ad lib
0: no um it's actually uh rather structured um so on the eafl side the youth um and again we've got clubs in dubai we've got clubs in abu dhabi um, and so they practice uh, twice a week, very structured. Um, they have dedicated – well, we rent pitches for them and they, they train on those pitches. Um, and all the athletes will sort of train at the same time on the same days. Uh, and the same is true for the uh, uh, Emirates Gridiron League for the, for the men's division as well.
1: And do you have a base? Where do you train?
0: Um, well, in Dubai <laughs> – that's a great question because that has just changed thanks to the coronavirus <laughs> – uh, so in Dubai um, and in Abu Dhabi, we've been training on uh, on uh, school grounds. Mm. Uh, that's no longer permitted. Um, so uh, actually tonight we'll be training at a new facility somewhere near Garhoud. I've never been to, so we'll find out um, how that is. Um, we play matches at um, Dubai Sports City at the Seven Zayed Sports City, and sometimes at the cricket grounds in uh, in in Abu Dhabi. And then we also have a men's team in Al um, and they have a fantastic facility, the uh, the rugby club out there. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, in fact, we just played a match there, a couple of matches there last weekend. And uh, it's a great facility
1: uh, as rugby clubs tend to be. In terms of complete beginners, if somebody's out there listening in at the moment going, you know what, I've always harbored an interest to find out more, either from a playing point of view or a supporting point of view, maybe even you know, a coaching or officiating point of view. I mean, what's, what's the sort of first step for people to, to – to, to get involved in the league show up um, you know be interested in
0: show up um, it is uh, I think that it, it, the because of the nature of American football because it is so highly choreographed from play to play it's not the sort of sport that you know you can just pop in and out of um, if you are not showing up to training regularly um, it's very difficult, and so I think there there for a lot of folks culturally are used to participating in sports where they can turn up for a match. Maybe they'll turn up for training if they want to, but maybe not. Um, that doesn't really work for American football. So the very first thing is is make a time commitment and show up. Mm. Um, and you'd be surprised how quickly guys who look like they don't have any experience, any knowledge, can turn the corner and become uh, you know, very strong football players. This is The Agenda
1: with Tom Urquhart
0: on Dubai I
1: 103.8. Hey, you're listening to The Agenda. We're live here on Dubai I 103.8. I've got Coach. Uh, Patrick Campos with me here from the Emirates American Football League. We are talking about um, American football here in the region, how you can get involved if you are involved. What's so great about it? And um, uh, um, Patrick, one thing I just wanted to ask you about is American football, because I think it's one of those, you know, it's one of those few sports in the world. Uh, that is a brand in its own right. And a lot of people might not have played it. A lot of people might not have watched it. But I can pretty much guarantee that everybody on this planet has an understanding or knows what American football is because it's been in their face at some point. For those, from the sort of education point of view, and I wonder if there is a sort of educational role from a coach here in the region to explain to not just the athletes but parents as well bringing kids along about what American football stands for and, and 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 deconstructing some maybe some of the misconceptions of the sport yeah sure so
0: um you know uh f- first of all i i like to describe and i think you know it's it's not just um it's not just uh a fun way to say it i think it's actually true because from a coach's perspective it really is the nearest thing to uh chess with uh you know with live uh live characters right live players um and I think what makes American football particularly interesting is that it caters to all sorts of different body types. Yeah. Um, and so you know we often go for especially with kids we go to um, a school and we'll find a you know someone who maybe is dealing with a, a weight issue and um, you know nobody wants that kid on the basketball team or even on the football pitch. Uh, we go, man, you're beautiful. <laughs> you know, we love you, right? And, um, and 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 you know, so there's 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 a place for 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 that guy. Uh, there's a place for you know your your you know thin fast guys. Uh, there's a place for your you know more muscle bound guys. So um, and then you use your you, you use your different players in different positions in different ways. And so minute to minute, the coach really has a tremendous impact on the game. So I think that's what it's both intellectual and physical. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, as I said before, because every play is choreographed, the uh, the, the teamwork. That is necessary. I think is on a, a on a. It's like an order of magnitude beyond most other sports, if if I can say that. Um, I know that sounds uh, you know, yeah. you know, quite strong. But but I, I it, it is certainly true on game day, and, and you see it.
1: Is it a sport that teaches values?
0: Yeah. I, well, first of all, um, as with anything else, you know, you can use a sport. Um, and strip values away from it and go out and say, for example, well, all we want to do is just pound people and win and we don't really care. Um, I think in football that gets exposed really quickly. Um, And uh, as I said, the teamwork and the camaraderie and the chemistry are so important um, that if you don't use a sport to instill values because you're a good person you see that, you quickly learn that you need to do it because otherwise your team won't be successful, mm. um, and so it is a good medium for doing that. Um, the results of you know participation, hard work, camaraderie, uh, loyalty, and integrity you know they 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 manifest themselves immediately on the field.
1: Um- Question that's obviously doing the rounds at the moment. It seems to be sort of buzzword, not just in American football, though a number of films and documentaries in recent times have made it a sort of discussion point. But it is, in sport in general, is concussion as well. Is that a raising concern amongst parents, coaches and otherwise?
0: Uh, absolutely. And there's no way around it. Um, it has been – well, first of all, um, you know, Hollywood is kind of, um, you know, <laughs> it's this sort of uh, – a, 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 a random sort of drive-by attacker of certain things, and so uh, and so. Uh, a couple of years back, uh, Hollywood decided, you know, football bad, and uh, and came out with a, a couple, especially this movie, Concussion. Um, and you know, I'm, I'll I'll be honest, this uh, this drove a lot of parents away from away from the sport. Um, it is something to be taken very, very seriously. There's no question about it, but um as with everything else um you know there's so much misinformation about this uh so we're having to deal with that a lot um That isn't to say that a lot of the allegations aren't true um you know, certainly, when I was growing up and playing football um it was a different sport, and um uh it was a lot less safe, let's put it that way. Uh, things have changed. Uh, but I think that what's not happened is uh, people have not really paid attention to the actual science. There's a lot of emotion around it. Um, and, uh, but it has had a, a very definite impact.
1: Let's uh, turn our attention to – big thanks to all the text messages coming in. Really appreciate it. Uh, uh, This one from one of our listeners out there saying, EAFL is the best league ever. All coaches, including Coach Patrick, are among our amazing coaches. They taught our children discipline, commitment and confidence, skills far beyond the field. Uh, big thanks from whoever sent that one. And uh, we talk about all shapes and sizes playing the game. Another one that's come in from one of our listeners out there saying, "Even remix Rich Hayes up the road at ninety two <laughs> has played for the Stallions." You take anyone. Hey,
0: we love Remix. We miss him. We miss him. He's working too hard over here. Uh, but uh, now he's a, he's a, he was a really a great a great part of the team. Great football player out there, and uh, uh, and he was really dedicated to learning it. Uh, so always sending me messages saying, "Coach." How does this this work? How do I do that? So uh, uh, thanks to – and let me kind of return the favor if you don't mind to, first of all, my my Dubai Spartans, um, the men's team. And on the EFL side, the uh, Barracudas, the Stallions and the Capitals and all those great kids and and their amazing parents who support the league.
1: That's what was going to be my next question, in fact, was competition. I mean, you can coach so far, but then kids always need a bit of competition. Is there enough competition out there at the moment? Yeah, well, not as much as we would like. Uh, We need to get the numbers up. Um, At our peak, we
0: were – and on the youth side, we were – we had four divisions, averaging four to five teams each, and so game days were just really exciting. There was a lot of competition. The numbers are certainly down right now. We'd like to get those numbers back up, um, you know. But the guys, the kids that are out there playing are, uh, you know, they're just as into it as they've ever been. Um, so on game
1: days, yeah, they're competitive and they're going at it. Um, we talk club, um, and obviously this is a feature on all things club here at the moment. But equally, um, what about sort of other clubs? I mean, are other clubs looking to come into this part of the world as part of their training and to take the club to a sort of national level? I know that you and I have talked about the sort of uh, possibility of a national team competing regionally or even further afield in the future. Again, is that something that could be an extension of the club? Yeah, so
0: we've... Um, it's. We have – and it's actually quite incredible. So um, there's a program that we've run at the EFL called Falcons, um, which is a sort of an international travel team at both the men's and the youth level. Um, with the new Emirates Gridiron League, there will be a similar concept. I don't yet know what that team will be called, but it will be essentially an all-star team that will travel. Um, we're looking at, at venues. But I'll, on the men's side um, – just to list a few places in which we've played, and, and these are places where people say, really, they play football there? We played in places like Sri Lanka and in India, uh, in uh, Kazakhstan, in Romania, Ukraine, uh, Serbia, Turkey, Egypt, Lebanon, Spain. Uh, and the kids, uh, we were – back in 2014, we took the first ever youth football team to go into China to play a game in Shanghai. We played actually four games there at, at two levels, at youth levels. Um, and, uh, and they've been in places like, you know, Amsterdam and Germany, um, and, and they played in the U S and we've been to, uh, we've taken them on trips to, uh, Sri Lanka as well. So there's a lot of international, uh, this year, unfortunately, the, 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 program had to be canceled sure. because we were going to be, play a team from Singapore. Mm. So there you go. Yeah. Co- thank you, coronavirus. Um, and uh, so that's been canceled. Uh, we hope to pick it up next year again.
1: Right. Let's get to the quick fire because a lot of people are asking how they can get involved. So just to reiterate to people out there, uh, boys and girls, men and women, we, so great question. Um,
0: we actually draw no distinction. So we've only had one woman uh, in the men's division who has shown up and, and played. Um, and she had some experience playing in the league in the UK where there's a full uh, women's tackle football league. Um, uh, we certainly would welcome any woman who wanted to come out and play in the men's division. Um, we just haven't had that many turn up. Um, on the youth side, it's very similar. Uh, we actually have a, a young lady right now. I think she's 13 years old um and uh she is playing quarterback believe it or not and uh you know very committed her brother played as well uh we certainly welcome girls to join again uh we haven't had a whole whole lot of them turn up but uh young ladies if you're out there and you're thinking about playing you you know want to go uh you know put on some pads and hit some some guys uh you're welcome ages uh from 8 to uh, 18 on the youth side and then, of course, on the men's side, it's, uh, let's say, 19
1: to 80. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> all the way to 80. Uh, listen, Patrick, we've uh, had an absolute uh, pleasure having you in here in the studio. Congratulations on the, all the successes for you and all the other uh, organizers and founders of the league. It's been a resounding success a success since 2012. So congratulations to you and all those that have made that one happen. Um, y- you know, your comment earlier, show up, just show up. Come on down. Have a little look. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, so be it. Um, in terms of people showing up, where do they show up? How do they show up? And how do they find out more information about showing up?
0: So, if you're, um, if you're a, a, a youth player, it's just go to eafl.ae, eafl.ae, and all the information is there. We also have an Instagram page. Uh, for men, it's EGL, Emirates Gridiron League, egl.ae. Uh, and again, EGL has an Instagram page.
1: Good on you, fella. Thank you so much, indeed. Thanks for Thank being with Tom. us. All the best for the pleasure. forthcoming season and the challenges I'm sure that it will throw up in the coming weeks and months as well. Uh, that was, of course, all the team at, um, at the uh, Emirates American Football League. Huge thanks for Coach Patrick Campos for agreeing to be in the club.
0: This is Dubai I 103.8.